Well, good morning and grace and peace. For love of God, this is Pastor Aziza Morrison. And I am saying a good God bless you and a good morning. Thank you all so much for being here this morning for our Diane Travell's prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made. And so we will rejoice and be glad in it. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday, Tuesday. What is today? Today is Tuesday, April the 25th. Is that right? Am I right? April 25th. And, uh, well, we're moving right along here. We'll be in May. May uh, May is Monday. May is Monday. Isn't that something? <laughs> this month has gone right on by. This year is moving right on by. So uh, I pray you are staying up on, uh, up on your, the things that you have told God that you were going to do and the things that you know that God wants to do uh, through you um, and the things that God wants to do for you um, this year. So... Um, go with me very quickly. I'm looking at a couple of scriptures that I wanted to read this morning. Um, let me, I just go to Luke chapter 5. We're going to go to Luke chapter 5. I also think we can go to Luke chapter 6. I just want to double check my Luke chapter 6. Uh, yeah, let's go. We're going to read two passages of scripture. Um, a couple of announcements real quick. Um, Monday is the first, so that means we're doing our three-day consecration. Our three-day consecration, so uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we will be doing our three-day fast. So if those of you that are new, excuse me, those of you that are new, um, the first three days of every month we set aside to consecrate to the Lord, uh, to pray and to fast, to seek his faith to really just uh, detox, uh, detox from the world, detox from ourselves, um, allow the Lord to speak to us. We pour our love on God, and we ask God to pour his love on us. So we do that the first three days of every month. So we will fast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, We do a choice of either a a fast until 4 p.m., um, so that means your your fast will begin the night before at 12 midnight. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you get up and you have breakfast. That's not the kind of fasting that we do over here, okay? You know, fasting is to deny yourself, is to sacrifice. So you start your fast the day before, all right? So you start midnight before and you fast until 4 o'clock, and that will be liquids only, and that's going to be your water, your juice, your tea, um, your coffee, or um, your um, if you if you need some type of shake or smoothie, but it's it's not a milkshake, okay? It's not you're not going to McDonald's getting a strawberry milkshake. The machine's probably not going to work anyway. <laughs> but um, you all know what I'm saying. So we're fasting until four o'clock, and then um, you can do your Daniel fast. Um, you can you know eliminate your your meat. The Bible says. Daniel ate no pleasant foods, okay? Um, so that's no sugar and no bread and all those things, okay? Um, or you can just do what we call a denial. A denial is when you just deny yourself something. So that's if you're a person who cannot go without coffee, 
every day, then you just deny yourself coffee. If you're a person who cannot go without social media, you deny yourself social media. If you're a person who cannot uh, go without watching television, you um, you deny yourself television, okay? So you do, do some type of denial, um, but we'll be doing that on Monday, and then we'll be uh, praying every night at uh, 9 o'clock p.m., 9 o'clock p.m. on uh, Facebook Live and on YouTube, all right? We'll be praying. Um, third Friday is the 5th. Um, Friday Friday is the 5th, May 5th, which is the 5th, first Friday. Our Hope Center service will be in Wardolph, Maryland. Uh, it will not be at um, our our normal location. Uh, we, will, we are combining our service with New Destiny Fellowship International. It is our women's convention, and I am the women's ministry director. So we will have uh, our service at Wardolph, Maryland, so be on the lookout for that email. We do have Bible study tonight. For those of you that are participating with Hope Center, we do have Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. I will be ministering um, this weekend in uh, Ohio in Columbus. Uh, I believe it's Columbus, Ohio, Um, but we'll we'll get that information out to you on the website. If you're not a part of our e-list, please send us an email um, or Go to our website at azizamorrison.com and join our e-list, all right? All right, come on, let's get into this word. I'm going to read two passages of Scripture to you. Um, the first passage is in Luke chapter 5. And Luke chapter 5, I'm sorry, I'm just so congested this morning. Give me one second. Okay, Luke chapter 5, um, verse 1, just one verse there. But Jesus, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Just one verse there, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And then I want to read um, Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 13. One day soon after Jesus' disciple, uh, one day soon after Jesus went up to a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. At daybreak, he called together all of his disciples and chose 12 of them to be apostles. One day soon after Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, he prayed to God all night. Somebody say all night. Jesus prayed all night. Jesus prayed all night. Um, One of the revelations that I am thankful to have received uh, about prayer and the power of prayer and Jesus being our um, master uh, intercessor, our great intercessor, is that Jesus spent a lot of time in prayer. And so his disciples was able to recognize a distinct difference between him and their selves. And it was very duly noted um, in, the, um, in the story of the man, uh, of the boy who was possessed with devils. The Bible says that the disciples had tried to pray for him. 
They laid their hands on him. They tried to cast the demon out of him. And it, the Bible says that it grew worse. The, the demons were getting more, uh, more violent, more aggressive, so much so that they began to throw the boy into the fire, into the water, and he was cutting himself. And it was, it was getting pretty crazy. And the Bible says that the boy's father um, took him to Jesus and, and said, listen, I took him to, I took my son to your disciples, those that walk with you. Um, but they, they couldn't help my son. They couldn't help my son. And um, Jesus, first thing he says to them is, oh, ye of little faith. Second thing, after Jesus prays for the boy, after he prays for them, the boy and the demons come out, the disciple says, well, what's what's the deal here? Because we we listen, we pray too, we pray too. Why is it that when I pray, I don't get the same results that you get? Why is it that when I pray, when we pray, we do not get the results, the same results? Jesus responded, and you all know the response. But I'm going to point you to why he said what he said. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, "These kind, what kind?" These kind of demons, these kind of spirits, these kind of attacks, these type of situations, they they cannot come out, what did he say, but by prayer and fasting. The reason why the disciples knew exactly what he was talking about was because of these two verses here. Luke chapter 5, verse 16 says, that Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness to pray. The disciples knew that Jesus had a prayer life and that he would pray often. They also knew that while they were asleep, go to Luke chapter 6 again, go back over to Luke chapter 6, they also knew that while they were sleeping all night long while they slept, all night long, Jesus was praying. And so because Jesus spent a lot of time in prayer, he did not need to take a lot of time fighting demons. Because Jesus spent a lot of time in prayer, he did not need to spend a lot of time being angry, being in his flesh, arguing with people because prayer is what made the difference in his life. Prayer was the signature in his life. And so um, people were always, you know, swarming around Jesus to hear him preach and to, to ask him to heal them of their diseases. But the Bible says that Jesus made sure that he would withdraw often to a solitary place to pray, and we have activities that's going on, and we have our responsibilities, and we have things that's pulling at our attention, you know, and we have things that we have to lead and, and meetings that we have to do and children that we have to raise and spouses that we have to love and that we have to take care of, and we often we see ourselves, you know, running ragged trying to keep up with all these things, and so we feel like we don't have time to pray. But even with all that Jesus had, with the people following him and the people demand putting a demand on the anointing that's on his life, 
People will put a demand on you. There is a demand on you because of who you are. This is why you have all of the responsibilities that you have, because there is a demand on you. But this should not take the place of pulling away, withdrawing yourself to a quiet, deserted place to pray. You need strength from God. You cannot do this by yourself. You cannot take on all of these responsibilities by yourself. Strength comes from God. Somebody write that down. Strength comes from God. You know, a lot of times, you know, people, will have, you'll have a lot of things going on in your life, and people are just like, you know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you handle all of that. I don't know. I don't know how you're able to manage all of that. Well, strength comes from God. And we can only be strengthened by spending time with him. And I, I need you to understand this. Strength comes from God, and we can only be strengthened by spending time with him. So if you are a person that is super busy, you need the strength of God. If you are a person who has a lot of responsibilities, if you are a person who people depend on you, if you are a person who people look up to you, you need to spend time with God in prayer. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 13, the Bible says that Jesus spent all night praying. This was something, prayer, listen, prayer was important to Jesus. I need you to understand that. Prayer was important to Jesus. And if prayer was, if it, listen, if it was important to him, it's important to us, right? So if prayer, because, not if prayer, because prayer was important to Jesus, prayer must be important to us. And the Bible says that he would take the time to go off by himself and pray. And, 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 and he would use this time. What I want you to see in Luke 6 is that prayer was the time that Jesus was able to make important decisions. Go back, go back, open your Bible app, go back to Luke 6, and go back to um, 12 and 13. The Bible says that he prayed all night, and then the Bible says that at daybreak he called together all his disciples and chose 12 among them to be apostles. So in other words, in other words, he made his, his important decisions were grounded in the time that he spent with God in prayer. Write this down. Never make a decision without God. Never make a decision without God. Take the time to pray. Take the time to see what the will of the Lord is. Take the time to find out what God's will is for your life, what God's will is for your situation. Sometimes you may not know um, you know what what to pray for, but your 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 purpose, our purpose, purpose is really the fundamental basis of prayer. 
God's will, his purpose for your life is the backbone and the center of your prayers. So this is why you have to know what the will of God is for your life. And you have to know what the purpose of God is for your life. God gives you your purpose. You create your destiny. You create your destination. A desti- destiny is another word for destination. You determine where you end up. God assigns you your purpose. Once you know what God's will is for your life, and once you know what God's purpose is for your life, God's will and God's purpose should be the backbone and the center of your prayers. His will becomes the heart of your intercession. So if you are a person who um, you know the will of the Lord is, he's given you, um, say, a passion for homeless people, or he's given you a passion for um for men who, you know, prison, like prison ministry, or he's given you a heart. Every, you should have a heart for something other than yourself. Maybe he's given you a burden for young people who are in college. I don't know whatever it is, but this should be the heart of your intercession. This, When you pray, you're praying for these young people in college. You're praying for these men that are on drugs, that are in prison. You're praying for young children who've been abandoned. You're you're praying for, for women who are on the streets. You're you're praying because this is the the will of God, the purpose that He's given you should be the center of your prayers and the heart of your intercession. And the, the it, it it should be the, the 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 source of your confidence in prayer that God is hearing you because you are praying his will. God does God answers his word. He said that he would hasten to perform his word. So the key to effective prayer is understanding God's purpose for your life. So when we are in prayer, we are not just begging God for all of these things to be done for us. No, that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. We are intercessors. We are interceding. We are standing in the gap for others. And because we have such great responsibilities, we are just sitting before the presence of the Lord, allowing him to minister to us allowing him to pour his love on us. And as God pours his love on us, we pour our love on him. And as we begin to pray God's will in our lives, we want to make sure that we're not asking God to do anything outside of what we have been given based on our purpose. So, you know, some people have been given the burden of uh, governmental officials and governmental authorities, and so they are to pray in that regard. You know, we are to pray for those that are in leadership and those that are in government, uh, but that person who has that burden, you know, that's the way they direct their prayers. But but if that's not your calling, you, you don't want to pray for things outside of, of what you have been given to, to do based on your purpose because this is where you have your authority. God's will 
is the authority of your prayers. And so because God, you know the, what the will of God is for your life. You know the will that you are in, God's will. You are in his will. His will is what gives you the authority to pray. So when you pray, you pray his will. This is why the word of God is so important. This is why knowing the word of God is important because you've got to pray the will of God. And you've got to come into agreement and alignment with the will of God. So as we are closing out this month of April, and we're going into another month of May, I want you to, beloved, I want you to begin spending quality time in prayer. Begin taking time aside to pray because everything that you need is available to fulfill your purpose. It is connected in your time of prayer. All that God is, all that he has, it can be received through prayer. And I need you to understand that. So prayer is not just Tuesday morning and Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Prayer must become a way of life for every believer. Come on, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, you are gracious and you are good and you are kind. Everything that we could ever hope for and things that we don't even know to ask, you are. You are a good, good Father, and this morning we thank you. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you for calling us to pray. We thank you for calling us to prayer. We thank you for this great privilege and this great honor to stand before you this morning and to just worship you and to just to adore you. We understand that it is by you and through you that all things exist. We thank you for being our Father. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for calling us. We thank you for ordaining us. We thank you for justifying us. We thank you for redeeming us back to yourself. We believe. We believe that you came to earth in a body and that you died on a cross. And you did that to redeem us back to yourself. We thank you for that. We thank you that you are not you did not leave us to attempt to figure life out, but that you put it in a book for us to read and to know. And so we thank you for your will and we thank you for your word. This morning we confess our sins. Any man who says that he has not sinned, he is a liar and the truth is not in him. So this morning we confess our sins, we confess that we are sinners, but we have been saved by your grace. So Father, this morning we confess our sins, we confess our sins of lying, of cheating, of hatred, of envy, of strife, of perversion, of of greed. Father, we confess our sins of procrastination. We confess our sins of gluttony. We confess our sins of laziness. Everything that is in our hearts that separates us from you, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would forgive us of our sins. 
Now, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have given us the grace to stand before you as intercessors to pray for others who cannot pray for themselves. So this morning, we ask your blessing upon our friends. We ask your blessings upon our family. We ask your blessings upon our coworkers. We ask, Father, for those who are even right now in a backslidden state, and they, they have no mind to even come back to you. I, we pray, Father, that the spirit of conviction would come upon them and convict them of their sins right where they are. We are praying for those who talk about us. We're praying for those who misuse us. We're praying for those who despitefully use us. We're praying for those who hate us. We are praying for those who are envious of us and who are jealous of us. Father, we pray, God, that you would uh, heal their heart, that you would heal the bitterness and the brokenness in their heart. We pray, Father, that their hearts would be turned to you. Whatever they need, we ask, Father, your blessings upon them. You told us to pray for our enemies. And though, Father, we don't consider ourselves as having enemies, we know that there may be people who don't like us. We love them anyway, and we pray, God, your blessings upon them. We pray even for our people in our families who have been unkind towards us, who said evil things about us. Father, we pray, God, that you would bless our family members. We're praying for our children this morning, for our sons and our daughters, our grandchildren, our nieces and our nephews. We pray, Father, that you would keep them, that you would protect them, that you would provide for them, that you would make ways for them. Those that are ending their high school years and going into college, we pray for open doors. We pray for acceptance letters. We pray for uncommon favor. We pray that money would be released from the North end, from the south end, from the east end, and from the west end. We pray, Father, that this will be a time of great financial provision in the name of Jesus. And I not only pray financial provision for those that are going to college, but even those that are even in need of financial provision, that's under the sound of my voice. Father, everything that we need, you have it. And you told us, Father, that if we would call upon you, that you would answer us. And so we are calling upon you this morning. Father, it is our will that we be in your will. Whatever your will is for our lives, we want to be in your will. And so, Father, we rededicate and we recommit our time back to you in prayer. Prayer is where we receive our strength. Prayer is where we commune with you. Prayer is where we sup with you and you sup with us. And so we ask that you would forgive us this morning. Forgive us, Father, for for getting off of our prayer post and getting off of our prayer assignment. Forgive us this morning for putting other things before you. Forgive us this morning for making other things more important than our time with you. We understand that when you were on this earth, you spent all night in prayer. And so, Father, we, we and we, I thank you. I remember, thank you for bringing this to my remembrance, that when you prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane and the disciples were there, I 
after you prayed, the disciples were asleep, and you said to them, could not you watch with me just one hour? Father, there is a sweet hour of prayer. And so, Father, I pray that you would help us to begin to develop our prayer muscle, help us to begin to develop our prayer stamina so that we can spend our time with you in prayer. I'm praying for that one this morning who is not clear on your purpose for their lives, that one this morning that's not clear on your will for their lives. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that as they take this week of prayer, and the, 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 the first three days of next month, Father, to consecrate, I pray that you would begin to reveal to them what your will is for their life. God, give them their purpose so that they can have direction. Purpose in life gives us direction. Purpose gives us meaning. Purpose gives us clarity. So, Father, this morning, it is our prayer that your will and your purpose would be revealed in our lives. Father, your purpose is good. Your purpose is right. Your purpose is true. And so we agree with you. Father, I pray that you would bless us today. Everything that we need is found in you. So wherever there is lack Father, I pray that you would feel the need. Wherever there is a void this morning, I pray that you would feel the need. Whatever is missing, Father, I pray that you would put the pieces back together again. I'm praying, God, for those who are in need of a breakthrough, those that are in need of healing, those that are in need of a miracle, those that are in need of an answer. There is somebody that is on this phone call this morning who needs an answer, and the answer must come from you. So, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that the answer would come forth. Allow your answer to come forth. Speak to our hearts this morning. Be with us today. Walk with us. Lead us and guide us. Order our steps. Allow us to be effective and productive today. Bless and prosper the work of our hands. Open doors. Make ways for us. Stay the hand of the enemy. Keep the death angel away from us. In the name of Jesus, and we love you. We pray today that you would watch over our children as they go to school and they come back from school. Keep them safe. It is our prayer that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, that they will forever be acceptable in my sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength, and you are our redeemer. Let it be hard that believe and say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you all with the love of the Lord. We'll be back tonight for Bible study. We'll be back Thursday morning for prayer. We will be in Ohio this weekend for ministry, and uh, we will be fasting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday until 4 o'clock, and we will be in prayer at 9 p.m. for our corporate consecration prayer. Amen? All right, I love you all with the love of the Lord. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.